Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Jason Hammer is here, Abdul Akeem Shabazz, attorney at law and longtime host here at 93 WIBC, joining us in studio. I'm, we still haven't come up with a name for this segment. Abdul wanted to do Up Abdul's Alley at one point, and I was like, yeah, That sounds of- like something you find on Pornhub. <laughs> so, what's your point? <laughs> Abdul's like, Yeah, and, and, and. So, uh, we'll still have to figure out a name for this segment eventually. I don't know. Like, How about chatting with Mr. Mayor? Let's do that. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, real quick. My dad, I, I'm on my way into work this morning, and my dad calls me almost like frantically. He's like, hey, I just heard, so- is Abdul running for mayor? Is he going to run for mayor? Is he really running for mayor? I don't think he, he had been listening the past yeah. couple of weeks since we talked about it before, but my dad was like fired up at the prospect of you running for mayor today. That's, I that's got that phone call from the old man today. Now see if I know if I get Papa Nigel support, this would be a, this would be a, this would be a cakewalk. All right, well, it, it, it wouldn't be too hard to get his support. Anybody but uh, Hogshead, trust me. I'm it's, running, running into a lot of that these days. Really? So what's the latest here? Are you running for this thing or not? Uh, what I have decided to do, uh, what my wife has decided to do, let's put it that way, um, is let me form an exploratory committee to run uh, to look at running for mayor. Oh come on, come on, yeah. just do it. No, no, by by forming an exploratory committee, a you can raise money. B, you can do some other things. You can talk to people. You have a you're you're basically sort of testing the waters until it's time to actually file, which is like the first week of February. Who's who's going to be on this exploratory committee? I think we people hear those words and don't know what they mean exactly. Uh, you just put like, together a team of like, your political friends, your fundraising friends, you know your your media political. Do you pay them? Uh, yes and no. Uh, for, for That's right. a no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually for the exploratory committee, you don't, you don't necessarily pay anybody. Just have sort of your your sort of your, your kitchen cabinet of, of, of advisors there. Hey, do I think you should do this? Do this? Do this? So, uh, it's form an exploratory committee. Uh, make a make a formal announcement about the exploratory committee in uh, after Christmas, and then make a, a final decision about running for mayor in February. So we're going to find out who's on this special fact finding committee, like in Revenge of the Nerds, where it was Stan Gable and Betty Childs <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of the shenanigans against the Lambda 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 House. Well, more like Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> uh, even better. What even are, better. What are you hearing in terms of um, how people feel about Joe Hogshead and his chances? Well. At another term a third term especially since he was all four term limits when we polled uh the mayor's race back in september uh we asked uh maybe we, we took out a section of mary county residents so we asked him do you think the mayor should get a third term a third said yes a third said no and a third said they were undecided now which we thought was interesting because usually you you, you think either hey come do it or, or or don't do it but also i want to say half of democrats only thought the mayor should get a third term so that tells me uh, that Joe Hogsett uh, is somewhat vulnerable. Now, the, now the question is, who's he vulnerable against? Is it somebody like me? Is it somebody like Pastor Jackson on the Republican side? Is it you know Robin Shackelford? Is it Greg Merriweather on the Democratic side? That still remains to be seen. But the one thing that the one thing that's pleasantly surprised me is sort of uh, not just kind of going back to your dad. Yeah. So the 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 excitement and enthusiasm about a possible Abdul candidacy. It's like, wow, really? You guys are 
that excited? Wow, that means i got to do this now, doesn't like My dad was out of breath <laughs> when, he was, when he was calling me. And he loves his station. He loves getting the inside, you know, behind-the-scenes scoop. I go, Dad, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, but I think he, I think it's it's kind of taken to a another level now that you're talking about exploratory committees and, and things like that. So you mentioned that Hogsett is vulnerable, and I agree with you, but I would have said the same thing about Ryan Mears. And he won... I don't want to say in a landslide, but very comfortably by like 20 percentage points in Marion County. Is that a concern for you at all? Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, because, number one, I mean, any, anything can happen in politics. A day in politics is a lifetime, so anything can happen. But just because something can happen doesn't mean necessarily it's likely to happen. I mean, there, there's a 50-50 chance there's a million dollars under this table right here, but, but but what's the probability of the likelihood of me finding a million dollars on this table? Not, not very good. So... That that is an issue uh, because uh, once again, Democrats sort of out, outnumber Republicans 60, 65, 35, 40 in Marion County. Right. Which is and why that was basically how Ryan Mears beat Cindy Carrasco. That those percentages. Right. And so part of it is appealing to those straight ticket voters, mm-hmm. like, hey, you know what? It's, yeah. it's okay to you know to split to split your ticket because a lot of people think once you vote straight ticket, that's basically you can't do anything. Like, no, you can do whatever you want on your on your ballot. So that's so so that is part of the equation. The, the other part of the equation, too, is just running something sort of unconventional, doing sort of a different type of campaign. And that I'm still trying to sort of figure out and uh, get through all the, all the, all the machinations. But it's, it's something I am seriously giving some major thought to. Were there things you could learn from Cindy Carrasco's campaign, whether that's things that worked things that didn't work that you could try to use in a same situation because it feels like to me and maybe i'm completely wrong abdul and you can tell me if i am you are Hulkset and <laughs> mirrors kind of the same situation here vulnerable democratic candidates a lot of baggage there's a lot of things that these guys have done wrong but they've got such an overwhelming base yeah. here in marion county uh that that <clears throat> excuse me that that's part of it also too uh, in addition to talking to Sidney Carrasco, it's also talking to uh, Jim Merritt, uh, who lost the last mayor's race. But Jim is really good at sort of that, uh, you know, here's what I did right, here's what we did wrong, here's what we, we could do better. It's talk, you got to talk to people who win, but also got to talk to people who lose. Like like any good coach, so yeah, to speak. I'm, right. Use a football analogy here. This is why you watch the whole video. This is why you watch the whole videotape of both teams. Here's what we did right. Here's where we sucked. Here's what we can do better, et cetera. So. Well, go back to Merritt for a second. What did he do wrong? It wasn't so much him as it was he didn't have much backing. Did he from the state, from the um, governor? Not, not not necessarily not necessarily backing from from the state, but also too. I assume that if I'm going to do this, I will get the only person to be able to help me is me. And so in that universe, how do we? How do you run a, a mayoral race? Assuming, assuming you know you got your, your donors. That's it. But assuming no sort of outside organizational help. And I think that's where that's where you should start because if it happens, then you're not surprised. Do Republicans, whether that's you or. Any other Republican running for a position in Marion County have to do a better job of going to some of these inner city hotspots. We're talking about the 38th Streets. We're talking about the Post Road kind of areas. Those are places you normally don't see a lot of Republicans knocking on doors. And also what you have to do, A, you have to show up, number one. And number two, you have to talk to people, not at people. Because when you, when you talk at people, they're, hi, I'm, I'm running for public. Their minds just turned off. They're they're done. So you, you actually have to talk to them, learn their stories, learn what's going on in their neck of the woods, in order to, in order to make that connection. What did you think of uh, yesterday? IMPD chief saying, "Hey, look, you know, crime's actually down fifteen percent. We're making progress here." And Hammer and I have been talking about the fact that, like, well, there's no place to go 
but down, and one year does not a trend make. I mean, should should everybody be high fiving right now that you know we're two hundred plus homicides, but we're we're down from the record last year. We're still on pace for a top three of all <laughs> yeah. time. Actually, I, I think I think it uh, allowed me to give you give you a loyalty answer here. You guys always love, love my loyalty answers. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh God! And let the record show, Your Honor. <laughs> um, I, first of all, I do think it's good that homicide that criminal homicides are down. Whenever murders are down, that's always a good thing. Of course. However. In context, I want to say, what was it? Last year, we had the mass shootings, like FedEx and all the other stuff. So, when you take out the mass shootings that happened, you know, because you say those are those are anomalies because those don't happen every day. Are, are criminal homicides really down, or are, are the same as they were last year? So that to me is interesting. That, that to me is, yeah. hey, I'm happy homicides, criminal homicides down. I've been tracking this stuff for almost 20 years. However, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves and keep this in in context. A number that really kind of made me, you know take a step back was the fact that if you look at what's happened in Indianapolis, someone is stabbed every 44 hours in this city. We always hear about the shootings, right? Uh, the shootings and gun violence and all that kind of stuff. But the stabbings, Abdul, might not get the headlines, but this is a problem. And and part of that comes from sort of changing changing the culture. I believe that, I'm using a line that Mike Pence used a long time ago. I don't believe I'm actually using this, but it actually makes sense. Indianapolis should be the worst place to commit a crime, but the best place to get a second chance. That's sort of my, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big weed and seed kind of person. There now, people- second chance, I'm with you, but fifth, sixth, yeah. seventh, and eighth is where I think a lot of people have yeah, a problem. Exactly. And that's why I jokingly say there are people we're mad at versus people we're afraid of. The people we're afraid of, the habitual offenders, you guys need to go. Hey, I'm that- sorry. Can't, can't help you. That governor's uh, race is getting pretty crowded for the GOP, isn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, right now, Mike Bronze, uh, Suzanne Crouch, Eric Doden, and probably one more to be determined later. What do you think? Like Hollingsworth? Maybe? Uh, Hollingsworth, I've heard, Hollingsworth said he, I've heard Hollingsworth said he wouldn't run for for governor. He may try to run for lieutenant governor with, with Mike Braun, but I don't know necessarily if you want two candidates from southern Indiana for you know geographical diversity purposes that sort of thing. What's some of the chatter? What are some of the names that are out there in the blog sphere, Abdul, that could be throwing their name in the mix? Well, the one everybody, the one that nobody wants is Todd Rakita. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> is he thinking about it? Um, I'm sure he is. Whenever he looks in the mirror, he sees himself as governor, as opposed to something else. Um, so he's a possible candidate. Um, like I said, he's, he's the only name I'm hearing hearing right now. I'm hearing Joe Hawks. may try to run you know, for the U.S. Senate. Uh, statewide ID because of because of who he is. So hold hold on, you can't just Whoa. skip that over there. Uh, I, I so the domino that. effect here, like so if Braun is going to run for governor, this opens up a Senate seat. We're already hearing names like Jim you know, Banks, Jim Banks, Banks Victoria, Victoria Sparts. You're telling me that one boss Hogsett would take a look at that? Uh that's what I've been told that the that the mayor is taking a look at running for the US Senate. Oh, please make that happen. Please make that happen, because the rest of the state needs to understand that this guy was nowhere to be found two nights of rioting. And he's going to have to answer that question sooner or later. Somebody other than my dad, Abdul, has to ask this guy that question, right? Well, let's just say uh, the commercial's... uh being drawn up. Uh, what's the uh, um, <laughs> real quick before we let you go here? The chances of uh, Lieutenant Governor Crouch versus a uh, Mike Braun getting the nomination? Um, like I said, it's kind of hard to tell because it's just so far, so far out right now. Um, I think they both have you know decent amount of name identification for people who pay attention to this type of stuff. Right now, I would say Suzanne Crouch is technically the front runner uh, because she walks really? in with about 40 45 percent of the Republican primary uh, electorate. Uh, 
Mike, but Mike is close behind. Then Eric Doden, I would say, is in, technically in third place right Who's now. Who's going to have more money? Is that Braun? Uh, Braun technically, by default, has more more cash. But then again, it's it's December of 2022. This yeah. isn't until November 2024. Last thing here, got about 30 seconds. What do you see happening with current Governor Eric Holcomb? Um, right now, just being governor and focus on everything. But what's his future? Like, does he want to be a senator? Does he just want to kind of ride off in the sunset, sit out of term, and maybe run again? Uh, I can see him ready taking over the IHSA. Interesting. All right. Because he's a big sports person. What's coming up this weekend? Uh, no show this weekend because of IU basketball, and we're oh, off yeah. next weekend because of Christmas, then we're back the following weekend. Abdul, thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Ready to drink some beer, Big Nudge? Let's do it. Let's do it. Beer Sample Friday, next.